Are you looking for ways to build a fully automated real estate investing business with no money down or credit required? Would you like to receive a constant stream of motivated seller leads? You came to the right place. I'm Joe Crump and welcome to the Automated Real Estate Investing Podcast. One of the biggest misconceptions in the real estate industry is that it's complicated and expensive to invest in real estate if you're starting from scratch. The truth is you can start with no money down and without using your credit. In this podcast episode, I'll show you easy, fast, and simple ways to get started by working with subject to multi-mortgage, land contracts, and other real estate structures that require no cash investment from you and won't make you put your assets or credit on the line. Stay tuned and let's learn how to invest in real estate starting from scratch. Hey, it's Joe Crump. This question says, Hey Joe, um, I'd like to start investing in real estate, uh, but I'm starting from scratch. I don't have money. I don't have credit. Um, that's okay. Uh, you can start with nothing. Uh, you can start uh, while you're still in the hole. If you owe somebody a ton of money and you can't afford to pay them uh, and you couldn't possibly go out and get credit because you've trashed your credit or you filed bankruptcy or you've had other problems, uh, doesn't matter. You can still put together a real estate investing business using no credit uh, and no money down uh, techniques. Uh, and the techniques uh, that you're going to use are going to be uh, subject to uh, multi-mortgage, land contract or contract for deed, uh, assignable cash deals, uh, and lease options. And those structures, if you go through my other videos uh, that are on my channel or on my blog uh, or in my training programs, uh, it'll show you what those structures are and how those structures uh, work. You don't have to spend uh, money to make this happen. Let me give you an example of one way that we do it uh, with my mentor students, the way I get most people started, because I think it's the easiest, fastest way uh, to get going. I call it uh, the Ferret method. And essentially what it is, is you're, you're buying a property on a lease option, uh, but you're not actually taking that property. What you're doing is taking the right to buy that property uh, by getting the document we call the lease option memo, uh, which is essentially a, a purchase agreement uh, that allows us to assign our right to buy it to another party. We then raise the price uh, and we uh, sell that property for a higher price. Uh, we get a down payment for that property. Uh, that's our profit in the deal. We also get the first month's rent on that property on a lease option, and we give that first month rent uh, to the seller. So typically, the way that the deal would be structured is it would have a three-year term. Uh, it would We would have the purchase price of whatever that seller wants for this property. Uh, so you don't have to negotiate price with this uh, with these sellers. If the seller says, I want uh, $200,000 for my property, uh, and, I, and then we ask them, well, what's the market rent on that? Uh, market rent on that is about $1,500 a month. Okay, so you want $200,000. Uh, which is market, market price for that, for that property. And as long as it's market price or below, you're going to be fine. You can sell it for a little bit more than market price when you sell it on a lease option. Uh, make sure that your monthly payment, that $1,500 a month on this particular property, uh, is if that's the market rent, don't go over that. If you try to get 16 or 17 or 18, you might get a little bit more, but it's unlikely and it'll, it'll reduce your chances of getting it sold dramatically if you go too much on the monthly payment. 
Lease option buyers are much more sensitive about uh, monthly payment than they are about purchase price. So let's say on this property, we raise the price by $20,000. So we're going to sell the property for $220,000. We get a lease option memo on that property that says we have the right to buy this property over a three-year term, you know, to exercise that option, uh, $200,000 at $1,500 and pay $1,500 a month while we're leasing that property. Uh, And we have the right to assign that uh, to another buyer. And it even says on our memo that we're intending to assign it to another buyer at a profit and make a profit. And we're not acting as a real estate agent here. And it's very important. If you don't have a license, that you not work as a real estate agent. You're working as a principal in the transaction. It's legal for you to sell properties that you are a principal on. So you're going to become a principal in this transaction because you're on this document. Now you have the right to buy this property and you have the right to assign that property to someone else. Uh, you go out there and you advertise that property on Zillow and Craigslist and Facebook uh, and using uh, your your buyer's list, which I show you how to build. Uh, all these other, th- other techniques that we use to find buyers. If you've got a decent deal that is at market rent or below, uh, you're going to get it sold. So you're going to raise that price by $20,000. Your goal is to try to get $20,000 in cash for the down payment. Now, you're not always going to be able to get $20,000 in cash from a lease option buyer, but maybe you can get 10 on this particular property. So if you get $10,000, you could have them pay the other $10,000 as a promissory note and get maybe $200 a month from them to cover the promissory note uh, for the balance of their down payment. Uh, so you can work out something with them so you'll have regular income from the promissory note. Now, you're going to be in and out of this deal. As soon as you, as soon as they give you the money, they give you the first month rent, you give the first month rent to the seller and you have them fill out the paperwork between the seller and the new buyer. And you're out of the deal entirely other than the profit that you make. So you're in and out of this deal. You're done. You don't have to manage the property. You don't have to mess with it again. You never had to buy the property. You never had to qualify for the property. Uh, you just had to find a good tenant. Uh, for the property. So that prop, that person then will move into that property uh, and uh, they'll start making payments to you on your promissory note. So they're going to make payments to the seller on the rent. Uh, but if you had $10,000 you got in cash and another $10,000 on a promissory note, let's say they're paying you $200 or $250 or $300 a month on the promissory note, uh, that is a note between you and them. And it has nothing to do with the property. It's not secured by the property. You don't have the right to secure it by the property anyway because you're not the seller. If it was your property, then you could secure it against their lease option and you could build it right into the lease option if it's your property that you're selling. Uh, But if you're just doing it for somebody else, then it's going to be a promissory note. When we first started doing this, I thought it was going to be a challenge to get people to pay that. Uh, And I told one of my students about it and I said, you know, I don't know if this is going to work. Give it a try. And this has been years ago. And uh, he tried it and I said, well, so how's that going? He says, I'm getting on it every single one of my properties uh, and everybody is making the payments. I said, what happens when they don't pay? Well, they, they're all paying because as long as they're keeping the property, at least when they move out of the property, that's when you stop getting your money. So if they move out of the property, it's hard to continue to collect that money. But you still have a promissory note and you have uh, you have some leverage because 
Uh, you could take them to small claims court because they owe you money based on that promissory note, not based on that property. Now, I don't think that uh, we never actually go after people after they've moved out of a property for balance on a promissory note, uh, but you could, uh, and uh, you know, you could continue to try to get uh, try to, to collect the money uh, that's due to you, which they agreed to uh, from the beginning. So that's a really simple, uh, straightforward, uh, easy to do uh, method for buying properties without any money, <laughs> without any uh, credit, uh, to do it from scratch, to do it from day one. Uh, in my mentor program, uh, I'll have my students start making offers like this the very first week they're in the program. We go through a little training period with them uh, during that first week, get them started, get them understanding how that process works, and then get them on the phone immediately. Now, they're not prepared they're not competent. They're not any good at this at the beginning. They screw it up and they sound like idiots on the phone. And uh, that's normal and that's okay. And that's exactly the way I sounded when I first tried this. Uh, but once you do it for a while, uh, you get good at it. And one of the things I tell my mentor students, for you to be able to come to my mentor program to work with me, you have to agree to put in eight to 10 hours a week on the phone, talking to sellers, making offers. Uh, and then you can expect within three to four months uh, that it's likely that you'll make money within that period of time. Uh, you know, some people make money in a week or two, but they're the exception, not the rule. So I tell them, give yourself time uh, so that you don't give up before you actually learn how to do it, because you got to sound competent before people will trust you. When you don't sound competent on the phone, uh, it's not that they think that you're not competent. It, it's that they think you're a scam. Uh, so they always go to the darkest place. <laughs> so you have to build your confidence. You have to build your competence uh, and you have to learn how to listen to people uh, and how to walk them through this process. And we spend probably the most time uh, with my students teaching them how to talk on the phone, how to make offers, how to think about the offers, how to, to optimize the offers uh, and how to make all that work. I mean, the, the, the part that I'm most excited about is the automation, is the systemization, uh, building a business that I can extract myself from and not do. But until you're able to make an offer that is successful, to be good at it, uh, you probably won't be successful with automating a business because you can bring in a ton of leads just using the auto marketer. But if you don't know how to convert those leads, uh, you're not going to be able to be successful with it. So my suggestion, if you're going to get started with this, is uh, learn the process, uh, one. Uh, and there's a couple ways you can do that. One is you can get the automarketer. Go to pushbuttonautomarketer.com and uh, you can. there's training materials in there. Or you can get into my six-month mentor program and I'll teach you uh, personally how to make that stuff happen. I'll answer your questions. I'll be there to help you figure out your contracts and all that stuff. Uh, you can check that out at zerodowninvesting.com. Uh, and you can actually get going and start making offers right away. And before long, you'll start putting deals together. And I guarantee you'll make money if you follow through with it the way that I teach you uh, to do it. Uh, so uh, the, the problem is not everybody follows through. Uh, I can tell you that about 30% of the people that come through my mentor program will make money. They tell me that 5% is normal for these kind of programs. So I guess I'm 600% better than, than, than average. Um, but I can also tell you that 100% of the people who do the work will make money. I never have anybody that does the work that doesn't make money. You go through this process and you do the work the way I teach it, you're going to make money 
and uh, you're gonna you're gonna do well. You're gonna put a deal together, uh, and once you've done it once, you can do it over and over and over again, and you'll just keep getting better at it and more efficient. And each deal will make you a little bit more money because you'll be better at negotiating and better at listening to what that seller needs and being able to solve their problems, and at the same time make a profit for yourself. I think the whole goal to this thing is to be able to solve problems for people, make their lives better. And the more problems you solve, the more money you make. All right, good luck. Thank you for listening to the Automated Real Estate Investing Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on your favorite platform to continue learning about how to build a fully automated real estate investing business. If you have questions or topics you'd like me to cover on this show, send an email to joecrump at joecrump.com. If you'd like to be personally mentored by me, check out my one-on-one, hold-your-hand intensive, step-by-step, six-month real estate investing mentor program. I'll personally help you through the entire process of setting up a profitable real estate investing system. You don't need to do this alone. Get all the details at zerodowninvesting.com. Remember, to build a real estate investing business that will give you control of your life and set you free, you need to systematize, automate, and outsource. Learn to work on your business instead of in your business. This is Joe Crump signing off. Thank you.